Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. It's time to step inside the Octagon with your host, Ike Feldman. What's up, everybody? Your boy, Ike Feldman from the Octagon, of course. Another fight week, local fight week, kind of, sort of. My boy, Nas Sadekhov. I, I, I think I nailed it there, but uh, my boy Nas, N-A-Z underscore MMA is fighting this weekend. Fury Fighting Championships 59 in Houston, Texas. OMG. It's going to be awesome. He is on the main card. Stream the fight Sunday, March 27th, not Saturday, March 26th. Only on UFC Fight Pass. Pretty awesome. Pretty pumped for it. Nas is a good guy, great guy, great fighter. It's it's pretty cool as you get to know these guys and become friendly with them or girls, and then you get to see them compete in the 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 cage, the hexagon, octagon, the circle of Bellator, one championship, local promotions. Other regional promotions like Fury Fighting Championships. It's pretty cool. You not only learn about them and the interview is cool. That, that's fun. That's a lot of adrenaline. That's uh, for me, that's that's a step up uh, of uh, online video games. But I really do enjoy the, the interview. But what I enjoy more is getting to know these people, uh, these fighters, these human beings. Uh, but we see them as warriors on TV, but I, I like to see the, the in-between and the, the human interactions are most important to me. So, yeah, uh, around the interview were excellent human interactions, but the interview is what you guys came for. You came for box office. And speaking of box office, I, I did see The Batman this past weekend. I will get into an extensive spoiler-ridden Get it? With the Riddler. Spoiler-ridden review with my boy Jake Moore from ESPN on his Watch It podcast tomorrow. I think he'll release it the following day or later tomorrow. It's an awesome podcast. Jake is super talented. This guy, I'm glad I'm like catching him on the low while he's in the uh, he's he's about to crack through to the majors and then get his opportunity, win MVP awards, and then he's gonna be done with me. But no, Jake is the man. He is super talented. So tomorrow the Batman talk will happen. For now, this is MMA talk, and uh, guys, I just you know I work my uh, work for NBC, but I just. I didn't want to come across as uh like too too much of a company man like covering their combat sports stuff but I just I would never sell out is what I'm saying. Uh, nobody uh they everybody has a price. You can't you can't 
I'm I'm out of your league. You can't just send me gear in the mail and I'm just like a shill for NBCSportsEdge.com every every weekday if you want your betting analysis. But yeah, it, it take I'm a I'm a high price tag if you're trying to buy me. But who also is a high price tag because this guy is on a rocket ship towards the UFC and everything that's great in the martial arts world. The man is not a myth. He is a real person. But a future legend, N-A-Z underscore MMA interview up now. It's time to step inside the Octagon with your host, Ike Feldman. What's up, everybody? It's your boy, Ike Feldman. Not inside the Octagon, inside the Sarah Longa Fight Team Octagon located in Huntington, New York, the Sarah Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu Academy. It is a wonderful Tuesday on Long Island, New York. Naz Sadikov. 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 Oh my God. That's strike one. Naz Sadikov. <laughs> Naz underscore MMA on Instagram is joining me. The Tuesday before his fight, Fury Fighting 59, this Sunday in Houston, Texas. He Let's better go. go on the Joe Rogan podcast after he gets the win. He's 5-1. He's fought CFFC. Now he's in Fury Fighting. The dude is killing it. Watch the fight on UFC Fight Pass this Sunday, March 27th. Nas, how you doing, brother? I'm feeling great. I'm feeling great. Weight is on point. Um, it's my third time making weight in uh, in five months. So my body's really listening to me. I'm, I'm uh, slightly ahead of schedule. I'm probably going to enjoy some food tonight. You know, a little bit of extra carbs than usual. So I feel great. Everything's firing correctly. Wrestling, grappling, striking. My mind is in the best place possible. My shape is in the best place possible. The most important thing, the mind. Yes, I yes. appreciate it. So Sunday, Sunday you'll see fireworks. You'll see the best version of me. Nice. Now, is it true that what you said, that, uh, or is it just specifically for you? I heard the more you make the weight, the more your body gets used to dropping it and gaining, dropping, gaining. Is that true? I mean, if you do it properly, yes. Okay. Like, if, if your body is used to that water-loading regime, it's used to dieting and not putting certain things in its body for a certain amount of time, I'm sure that's, that's true. But for some guys, like, they're cutting, like, 50 pounds and they're trying to sweat 35 of them off. Of course, it's probably not going to be the same thing. But for me, I get heavy, but I also, when I'm not eating whatever the hell I want, whenever the hell I want, I walk around, you know, high 70s. So for me, 155 is the type of weight class I can make multiple times a year without really uh, any kind of crazy struggle. I'm also young. I hear that when you get older, it, it starts to wear on you a little bit. So stereotype. I don't know. Right now I'm young. Right now, I got my body down, so I'm enjoying it. It's easy. I'm going to make the weight like a professional. And and uh, Sunday, I will be uh, a pr pretty heavy. I'll, I'll balloon back up to, to a good weight. Let's go. Fury fighting 59. Let's go. He's fighting Joe Borsig. Before we get to Joe and everything, we're obviously focusing on Nas underscore MMA. Not Nas the rapper. Nas from Staten Island, N-A-Z. Brooklyn. That's Dennis. Oh. I'm from Brooklyn, baby. Coney Brooklyn, Island, Coney Island, wrong Coney Island. Island. <laughs> I had the, I had the wrong good. island. I lived in uh, Flatbush. That was the uh, we got to visit Coney Island a lot and uh, the far Rockaway Beach. Uh, it's really cool to get out of the city and uh, uh, get out of the craziness. 
Um, are you ever thinking of moving to the island, maybe be closer to your teammates and camp, or is it just too much family? you born and raised in the city. Like, Is there an affinity and love for the city that you could never cut off? That not necessarily like. Oh, okay. Bye, I, city. I, li I lived <laughs> with uh, with uh, Alan Dennis. I was roommates with them for two oh, years. Nice. Yeah, I moved back last year. I was just kind of torn between work and between uh, wanting to focus on like uh, the future. You know, like yeah, like rooming with somebody is great. It, it's okay to do when you know for a specific amount of time. But I'm just kind of already focused on just you know getting these wins, getting this contract. Uh, being diverse in other areas of, of life and business and just moving on in general. So that, that was kind of the reason behind that. Like I kind of had to go back to work. So me having, you know, living on Long Island and, and then, you know, uh, going to Brooklyn for work and then back to training and this and that. So I just kind of went back to Brooklyn. Uh, I drive to training, but you know, to me, I used to drive like two, two and a half hours to training. So oh, wow. an hour of, of, of uh, car ride for me is a luxury. It's, it's easy. Nice. You know, and if I get lucky, if there's no traffic on that freaking Belt Parkway, I'll, I'll get here in like 45, 50. But otherwise, uh, an hour, hour and 15 for me is nothing. Nice. Yeah, and I hear horror stories about the Belt Parkway. Living in Bushwick, trying to see Long Island family getting back to Brooklyn was yeah, crazy. Dude. But... Alan Dennis has roommates. Who's better cook? You got the Long Island Italian or you got the Staten Island Albanian? Who's got the better specialties in the kitchen? Dennis makes a good steak. I'm not going to no, lie. Okay, yeah, yeah. Okay. He gets the garlic on there, the butter. Nice. Okay. Uh, he, he's, he became pretty fluent with the pasta. You know who's the best? You know who always cooks for them? Let me guess. Them? Steve? No, 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 no. no. Okay. Somebody that rooms with them all the time. Who me? Who's from Italy here? Who comes here from Italy all the time? Oh, Luca. Pietro. But Luca's pretty good too, okay. because I, I had some of Luca's pasta. That was delicious. These Italians, bro. Does it, homemade? Yeah. What? Yeah. Okay. And it's so simple. They get the same pasta that you and I get from Stop and Shop, but they do something with it. I don't know. They they spice a little. I don't know what they do, but it's just I don't it's great. It. It's smooth. His grandmother's in the basement or the attic. <laughs> She's making the pastas and. I can only them imagine what their pasta's like. I gotta oh, go over there to their motherland and try that over I, there. I know. Uh, we gotta get Al to get like a birthright to get him in the uh, Italian. Straight up. You'd be like, no bueno, no Al. That's Colombia. We're in Italy. Yeah. Straight up. <laughs> oh man, up. It, 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 dude, the team, the Saralongo team. As we see, you guys are cool, man. I think if there was ever a TV show on Fox, NBC, UFC Fight Pass, you guys are right. How, how was it uh, getting introduced to the Long Island crowd? Like, what was your martial arts background? Did you come into the gym 10 years ago? Did you start at law? I know you have a Sambo background. We'll get into that. But what was your intro to martial arts that led you to the Long Island academies? Um, well, the thing is, I, uh, I've been training in Brooklyn. I had teams uh, that I trained out of Brooklyn for my amateur career. And I, I was uh, I, I was a judoka. I trained sambo. I competed in sambo, combat sambo. Oh, combat! Yes. Oh, wow. I competed Respect. in uh, I competed in uh, uh, kickboxing, muay thai. So actually, here's the craziest. This will probably blow your mind. I don't know how. To me, it's really cool. I don't know how it's gonna be to you, but Justin and I competed against each other on uh, amateur kickboxing at the Capital. We competed against each other, and he's cornering me this Sunday for my fight. And we're, we're teammates. We train alongside every day. We sharpen each other. But anyway, uh, the, the, the Sarah Longo team, they're already world-renowned. They've been known. They've been, uh, they're famous. They, everybody knows who they are. Uh, when I wanted to train professionally, when I wanted to invest in, like in Brooklyn, I don't feel, I, no offense to any of the teams in Brooklyn. It's just Brooklyn is a city of distractions. It's it, it, nothing really 
you can't really sustain and you can't really maintain anything there. You can get some good training in, but it's it's one thing to get good training and it's another thing to sit, uh, get behind the wheel, drive an hour, and you're with the best camp in the world. So if the best camp in the world is is uh, I just thought to myself if the best camp in the world is uh, is only an hour away, it's best to make that investment. So I actually made that investment when I already turned pro, uh, lost my pro debut, and um, you know. It was just like a matter of uh, me wanting to correct my circumstances, just just everything in, as a whole. It wasn't just the training, but um, training. You know, I, I reached out to different uh, teams. I, I was plotting. I I'm actually really proud of myself for this decision because I took the time. I spoke to many nice. many different people. Who, where, like where baseball. can I get the best? You're trying to figure out what team. Yeah, to go for. yeah. Like where can you get the most bodies? Where can you get this kind of grappling? Where can you? Because I knew. Class. There's a lot of guys around class. you. Now take a look. Just just on the gra this is a jujitsu. You know, Sarah's is a, our jujitsu school. So, you know, just the jujitsu partners for 155. Jujitsu and life school. Yes. They teach you yes. a lot of life. Yes. Mixed martial arts. Martial arts. There's nothing better you can have for for life. You know, but um. Yeah, just just my weight class, and just as a whole, um, I talked to Ray. I I, I planned a, like a, a little talk with him. I showed up. I talked to him, and I was sold right away. I had no idea that his energy was going to be as uh, great and as welcoming. I, I peeked into the gym. It was like their sparring day. I saw a bunch of guys that are my size, my weight class, some familiar faces, some guys that I knew before I even got to the gym because they were fighting on the same amateur shows as myself. So I just thought. How was that long with the ego? I don't know. Th that's what I'm saying when I say I was that's very proud. To you. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying uh, when I say without that confidence, they wouldn't uh, take that step. Yeah, it's kind of like okay, like you can either be egoistic and sour and be like, oh, I'm gonna, I'm the best. I'm the, there's nobody can touch you, or you can be like, hey, listen, you're talented. There's no question. You have the potential. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> you do have the potential, brother. That was a great role. Oh please, man, you kicked my ass. This guy's gonna kill. <laughs> Joe Bersig, who's a tough guy, do not mistake. He just fought Josh Quinlan, who I believe got the contract from Dana White. No joke. He's fighting tough guys. This guy kicked my fucking ass. And this is me in shape. Nas is taking it easy on fight week. This is him cutting weight. This isn't him being the, the brolic Hulk. This is him being <laughs> Spider-Man on fight week, <laughs> leaning out. Hulk. Kick my ass. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, it's hard to distract you. No, no. It's, it, it's all good. It's all good. Uh, but you're saying the potential. Yeah, I mean, so with the... Uh, with the, the camp, it was like I put all that to the side and I just made a strategic move. And for that, for my age, for at the time I was 24, about to turn 25. For my age at the time, for my like knowledge, that was the most mature and the most smartest thing I could have done. Because now I have relationships here that will last a lifetime. I have a, I have a, a momentum and a career that will also last a lifetime. So I'm, I'm proud of myself and I'm proud to be here. I'm proud to represent. And it's just an honor to be here, you know, like whether I'm the best or not, it's not really my 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 goal is to show the world that I'm the best there. You know, over here, this is my these are my friends, my family, my training partners. So um, I put all that to the side when I come in here, put all the ego to the side and just grow every day. I grow. I'm, I'm about to be 28 soon. I still feel like I have so much growth uh, left in me. So the best is yet to come. Respect, respect. Again, Fury Fighting 59, March 27th, this Sunday, UFC Fight Pass. Nas said Yikov Sadikov. What's the actual pronunciation? Sadikov. 
It's a dechof. Yeah. I respect it because I was asking Dennis. I was like, is it bazooka? He goes, no, bazookia. And I was like, okay. I was like, let's get the, the real name. I heard that Al's real pronunciation is Yaquinta. Yaquinta? Yeah, that's what I that heard. Sounds, that sounds right. He said Khabib's Yaquinta. the only one. But, I mean, the world will know your name again this Sunday. Hopefully you climb to 6-1. and one. I wanted to talk about it. You mentioned uh, you were 2-0 and oh as an AMI. You jumped up to pro your first loss. Were you questioning yourself, like, what the hell am I doing? What's going on? You rattle off five straight wins. Holy moly. Uh, you're on a roll. You got the confidence of a freaking uh, a Greek god. Nas. I love these. It's amazing, Hulk, man. Greek god. What, was that, <laughs> what else you got for me, bro? I love that it. taking uh, th that moment? Did you have to reset? Was it just like, you know what? I don't care. I'm going to keep going. Was it look in the mirror? You had to throw some water in your face. That's a, that's a crazy moment. Uh, well, I was 4 no as an Ami. I, I, I oh, was... Sure dog. What the fuck are you doing? Oh, sure dog had me at 2-0? Yeah. yeah, I mean, topology, uh, I guess, is more... But oh. anyways, it, when I turned uh, pro, I was traveling here, traveling there. I was training uh, in, in uh, New Jersey. It was, oh, this was before Law? Yeah, yeah. Oh. So Law was after my, right after my pro debut. Perfect. And like I said, it wasn't really like... It uh, wasn't like a training issue like i was still getting good training but if you want to talk about being under one roof not stressing yourself out with uh, these long drives and it, it, it was it's one thing to be all over the place and it's another thing to just be grounded and know where you're going who who where what you're doing that day you know i at times i didn't even know if i was going to make it to jersey oh traffic is two and a half hours now i can't i might not make it now because of work and this and that so you know, it's uh, I was getting good training, but now it's just a different level. I'm just I'm just under one roof. I'm training every day, twice a day. You know, I sometimes come out to Long Island early and just spend the day here. Nice. Uh, I have a bunch of connections, a bunch of friends here, so I hang out. I, I do what I have to do, and you know, I head back to Brooklyn. So it was I, I didn't I didn't think like too negative. Like I wasn't good. too negative good. about it. But of course, when you lose, you got to think things through. I didn't want to be reactive. I wanted to be proactive. I wanted to be because I could have kept trying. You know, my my uh, my attitude, just my, just the way I am. I'm stubborn. I'll just I'll, I'll fall. I'll get back up. I'll fall. I'll get back up. So I could have even met went 0 and 2, or maybe I would have won the next one, or or the next one, whatever it would have been. I just wanted to be proactive and just put myself in the best possible position, as opposed to just keep either falling or not getting the performances that I wanted or not getting the best out of training camp that I could have and, and just continuously like falling down. I just wanted to be reactive, get the best possible training and step in there with no excuses. Amazing, amazing. And you seem like a very cerebral guy, even though, again, you're built like the Hulk. You, you got the, <laughs> the... This is weight cut Nas. Wait till you see me at 183. Wait till you see me at 183, man. Jeez, my goodness. <laughs> ca ca catch me like April 2nd, 3rd, I'll be... Oh, I'll be up there, bro. You hear about, uh, <laughs> was it Gleason Tebow, Paul Felder, Khabib, all these guys that go up uh, 190, 195. It's crazy. <laughs> you lightweights are not light. What the hell is going on? Yeah, you guys are, are big boys. But you mentioned before uh, Justin Montavo, who I've had the, the privilege and the honor of following uh, leading up to his Bellator 274 fight and the documentary The Gray Area is coming out soon. Uh, Justin's in your corner. You guys are former opposing combatants and now your teammates i don't care about the fight how is it uh i don't know traveling with your boy i, I know ray and matt are these guys are just legends and maybe it's hard for them to make it out to every fight uh will, will ray be there 
Yeah. Oh, okay. Never mind. Oh, Ray will be there. He's traveling to Texas, that son of a gun. I thought he skipped Frivola's fight. On uh, He's like, oh, I got the COVID. No, okay, he really did get the COVID. I thought it was a smart yeah. move. No, 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 man. <laughs> the jet lag, but okay, Ray will be there. Um, how is it uh, like somebody that you actually stepped in to, to fight against, a lot of pressure, you know, a lot of focus, and now he's a teammate and a brother? Like, it's a big transition, and again, it takes a very secure and confident person like you. Uh, what advice would you give? Uh, how did you go about that process? I, I didn't think too deep of it, though. You, you know, go. like, it, it, it's th that's this that's the business. Look at uh, Colby and uh, Maz. They're fighting outside of steakhouses oh, now, yeah. you know? Like, the, the, you can't, there's no, nothing is, like, fixated. Like, if you, if, if I had that much of an ego that I can't come and get the best possible training in the world, be part of a world-class camp, all because I had a six-minute kickboxing match with, with a former opponent who's now my teammate and friend, you know, then I'm not going to get too far in this sport. So it, it, it's not, it, I didn't think too, too deep into that, to be honest with you. And I, I just stepped in and I just made a, a calculated uh, and logical decision. Smart. And it, the, the theme continues with the law MMA team because Justin uh, fought Charlie the Cannibal uh, April 15th coming up uh, for CFFC and even I didn't even ask. He didn't even bring it up how the fight went. You know, some people could have been like, yo, I got the better of Charlie. Or, Charlie, man, he's an asshole. He was a dirty fighter. Didn't even bring it up. And I respect that. I was like, I was like, that's cool. I was like, that says a lot about Justin, you, the team. Uh, Charlie's another story. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> With the shoulder bats. He's a scary dude. I want to interview him, but I'm very scared. Yeah, man. That, that is a mean, lean, mean fighting machine he is. No freaking doubt. But again, follow Nas, N-A-Z underscore MMA on Instagram. Take us through uh, what to expect against your opponent. Again, he's a tough guy, even though he's got a smile on all his uh, uh, profile photos. Joe Borsig, uh, again, fought a guy who got the contract on the Dana White Contender Series and Josh Quinlan. I know he's not going to be easy out. What can we expect from you, and what are you looking for, uh, Joe? Like, what does he bring to the table? He, he, he's, like, long, unorthodox in his uh, striking uh, seen a couple of KOs, has a decent right hand. Uh, he does, sir. He's he he can he can even be clean. Whatever he wants to do, I'm coming full steam ahead. I'm I'm well rounded. I'm comfortable everywhere. He's a runner too. He's he's big on running. He's he runs every day. He has like a a streak. I I did some research. He nice. has like a running streak of like three years or something. He's been running three years straight every day. Uh, it's impressive, but. He, what, is he gonna count on me getting tired? I am the cardio machine. I am the cardio king. I I tire them out. They don't tire me out. So I don't know. I just I just know I'm better everywhere. I know he poses threats. I know a fight is a fight, but I'm coming full steam ahead. I'm looking to run him over, uh, secure my whatever whatever is next. I don't know, but I'm looking to secure a good position. I'm looking to I'm looking to be talked about after this. So. Let's get it, man. Sunday night, UFC Fight Pass. Tune in. March 27th, UFC Fight Pass. Fury Fighting 59. Again, follow Nas, N-A-Z underscore MMA on Instagram. Last thing, man. I had the privilege of speaking with Ray a couple of months ago. Um, he said there's four or five guys in the gym. You were in the gym. He was pointing to you uh, that could make the transition to the UFC. Is that the goal by the end of the year, in a year time, 18 months? When do you see yourself on the world's biggest promotion? <clears throat> things things uh, do such a 180 in this sport that s 
I impressed Sunday night. I could get a short notice, and I'll be all I'll be all for it. I'll be there for it. So that contender, whatever they have for anyway. me, whatever, whatever fate has in me, I'm I'm ready for it. I 100% want to be in the UFC. It's been my dream since it, since I was. A very long time. Have I, you visualized? Have you felt it? Like look, feeling. The I put audience? on those gloves. Matt Favola let me borrow the gloves right here. I I hit them. Uh, I hit the bag with them. I 100% see myself in not not just 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 getting there is one thing. You know, like it's not a lottery for me to get to the UFC. I've been working for it. It's not luck. For me, not to just get there to be talked about the way some of these big names, especially my weight class, are talked about. You know, like the, the Max Holloway's, Justin Gaethje's, and, oh, I want to see this fight, I want to see that fight. I'm going to be that name that people are going to say, wow, I can't wait to see Nas fight this guy. I can't wait to see Nas fight Gaethje. I have to prepare myself for that kind of transition because today I'm watching Gaethje fight, and I'm, I genuinely am interested in watching him fight as a fan. 18 months from now, two years from now, I'm not saying, you know, any, you know it, it's possible. It's realistic. Good cross. Good cross. It's realistic. If I go in there and I impress... And, and they see that I'm well-spoken, I carry myself well, they'll give me those fights. Exactly. They'll give me those fights. And that's exactly what I look forward to. I'm preparing myself for that transition because I know the next one, two years for me is going to be insane. The type of things I feel like I, I, I'm capable of achieving in this sport and in this life is there's no sky is, sky is the limit. And you're on that trajectory, man. I, I think they kick off in August, September, the Dana White Contender Series. You might be... Like, uh, would you take a fight in June or July? Or is that too close to the series? Like, Dude, would if you I'm injury-free, if I step out of there with no serious God injuries, willing. God willing, <clears throat> there is absolutely no reason for me not to make a quick turnaround. Like, like I was off for, uh, like, uh, 20 months or 18, 19 months, something like that, uh, before my October Fury fight, before I signed a contract with them. I had COVID. I had this. I had that. I always said to myself then, before then, if I... I'm healthy. I'm competing. That's it. <laughs> if, healthy now? if I'm healthy, I'm competing. No COVID free. <laughs> Thank God. COVID free. If I'm healthy, I'm competing. That's it. You know, if, uh, if, if in May, if there's something in May and I walk out of here injury free, I'll be looking at that too. Amazing, man. Well, I've been waiting to say your name for a couple of minutes. I was trying to win you over. Nas. This is your chance, brother. Oh, God. There's a D in there. Sadechov. <laughs> That was a little over the top, if but you say it fast it'll, it'll do for now. It's okay. <laughs> it'll Nas, do for now, though, bro. I appreciate the time. Thank Great, you, bro. Uh, best of luck this Sunday, March 27th, UFC Fight Pass, Fury Fighting 59. Watch the boy. He's coming. Tune in, guys. Let's go. I appreciate the time, Thank brother. Thank you, brother. Thank you. So all I realized, man, my nipples were freezing. <laughs> that whole interview. Uh, so if you guys don't know, I, I do train a martial arts here and there there and here and i'm like i don't know it's maybe it's the apache native american or the the spanish genes inside me or the israeli genes basically all desert people it takes a while for me to warm up and i just cool down like this and we did the interview after training Nas kicked everybody's ass in the room he's gonna kick everybody's ass on sunday if he has to fight a round robin or do it like UFC 1, Nas is ready for war. I am ready to see his war, and it's going to be amazing. This Sunday, March 27th, UFC Fight Pass, Fury Fighting Championships 59. 
But my point is, after the high-intensity, sweaty, steamy, hot jujitsu training and rolling around all over on the mats, I immediately cooled down, and I'm wearing this wet rash guard t-shirt. It it was not a t-shirt like this, but it was a, a very sweaty t-shirt. And then all of a sudden, my whole skin dries up, and uh, what do you know? My, my nips are freezing, so in case you were wondering... Uh, but that's, that's neither here nor there. What is here is the end of this week's Iktagon episode. Your boy Ike Feldman is out. Thank you for liking, subscribing, commentating, uh, YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, at Iktagon, everything. I-K-E-T-A-G-O-N. You guys have exited the Iktagon. Peace. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.